Hi, my name is JC. And my name is Juan. Welcome to The Couch, a podcast where real therapists talk about real things. Please remember that we are therapists, but we are not your therapist. And this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. Woot woot. JC, this is our Let's first go. podcast episode. What's Yo, I'm up? I'm super excited. I'm excited. Super excited. Now on the on the real, because you know, we gotta we gotta be genuine, we gotta be honest and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> we recorded an awesome first podcast last week, right? It was and so good. It was so good. And technology <laughs> was, so was like, no, you did not record it. It was why? <laughs> it listen, they were like, it was a fluke. <laughs> It was too good. It's one of those moments where it's like practice makes perfect. So maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe so. I'm optimistic. There we go. Optimism wins the race. Now for our first podcast episode, what we're going to do is we're going to break down what the couch is all about. We're going to get into who we are, what we do, what matters to us as mental health professionals, what is mental health, uh, why it's important, some really cool stats on it, statistics on it. Um, and then we'll leave you with a little nugget. What do y'all think about that? I'm acting as if you, y'all are right here with me going, yeah, we love that. Keep going. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm choosing to believe that that's exactly what's happening. So yeah, keep going. We're doing great. So JC, um, let's see. Let's start with kind of breaking down the couch. We, we chose yeah. to name the podcast that. What does what that, you know, how does that stick out to you? So... A lot of times, most therapists' offices have couches in them. And when you think of couches, you think of like relaxation and like, you know, just sitting and being very comfortable. And for this podcast, we wanted the couch to represent comfortable conversations surrounding mental health and therapy. Um, And that's kind of how we got to where we are in terms of being a couch. And my hope for the podcast is that there's like a level of comfortability for folk listening to expand their horizons, maybe get more involved in taking care of their mental health, getting more curious about it, all from the comfort of the couch. I love that. It has a wonderful, wonderful uh, breakdown of it. It's the same way that I look at it where it's, you know, people are scrolling through their phone, whether you're listening on um, Apple, wherever it may be, and you see this really nice couch. And it brings comfort, it brings safety, it brings security, which are essential parts of working with a mental health professional. You're going into the sacred space and it's supposed to be safe. It's supposed to be comfortable. That way you can become vulnerable. So as you and I knock down episode from episode, you know, we're going to dig into our educational experience or practical clinic, clinical experience or life experience and really pour that into each and every episode from that space of the couch, a really comfortable, comfortable space. Yeah. That vulnerability from us is like a great modeling tool too. Cause you know, we're, we're therapists. We have been doing this work for however long. And if we can sort of show our vulnerability here, hopefully it encourages others to do the same. Absolutely. Right. Lead by example. So um, I'm all about that. And let's kind of take it from there as far as going into who we are, what we do, what matters to us. You want you want to take the lead here? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a newly minted therapist. Um, finished up my graduate degree at the end of 2022. Woo-woo. So I survived grad school during a pandemic, and I feel like I should get a gold star for that, if nothing else. Um 
my interest clinically is working with people of color and working with LGBTQIA folk um, in the contexts of their life as I am a queer Black Southerner. And I think that all of that is super important to who I am and it really informs the work that I do. Um, This work is important to me because, you know, you can't be what you can't see. And I didn't see a whole lot of Black therapists growing up. And I know that in my own journey to mental health, having a shared identity in the room with me has been incredibly important. And if I am able to use my privilege of education to give back to the communities that I am a part of, I think that it is all well worth it. And that's really what drives me as a clinician and sort of motivates me to do more. Mm, It's a nice ripple effect there. You know, with that question, kind of like uh, looking at what brings you to the table, sharing your background, just going to throw it out there. I think I always think it's difficult to pull everything in um, and, and give this complete answer. And maybe that's what's going to make this podcast nice that as you and I go from episode to episode, we're going to dive into different mental health areas that are probably uncover different parts of who you are, um, who I am. And I think that'll connect well with the listeners. I am yeah, for sure. a little more seasoned. Uh, I guess you'll say, uh, which, which, which is fine. <laughs> there's, there's times I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, bags under my eyes. What's going on here? <laughs> um, I am Juan. Juan, um, full name. Full, actually, full name when I was a kid coming to the U.S. was Juan Bautista Santos Polanco, four names. And somewhere mm-hmm. in the mixture there, which is a very common thing for immigrants, uh, we'll drop one of our names, which um, dropped that second last name, which I think was my mother's last name um so in that latino spanish culture that's a commonality there and i came here to the u.s from the dr from the dominican republic when i was seven um, i'm fluent in spanish so that's my mother language i uh, picked up english later down the road uh so which is nice you know I, I really like what you said about community what really got me into mental health is a lot of a lot of different experiences and one of them just based off what you shared connects to being a person of uh color of an immigrant, a person that kind of looked around the room when I was going through um, my bachelor's, my master's, my doctorate, and I didn't really see a lot of individuals that uh, looked like me or uh, spoke the language, uh, my mother language, uh, which, which, which is okay. But I also thought about, well, you know, I know when I've worked with a counselor, it's something that I thought about, you know, it'd be nice if I could speak, uh, sit with somebody that spoke in Spanish, you know, maybe they would get certain jokes or phrases. And I think we relate to that. You know, it's always nice to see somebody that knows maybe certain aspects of your hometown and you can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I work as a counselor with JC over at uh, Santos Counseling. And if you're listening to this and maybe you're in a different state outside of North Carolina, different place in the world, uh, we are in the U.S. uh, in North Carolina, representing the South. Let's um, go. But not not the dirty South, the clean South. (laughs) I don't even know. Why can't we be part of the dirty south? <laughs> it, that, that felt good to say. And then I'm thinking about it. What does that even mean? Who knows? Screaming. <laughs> uh, we are in the G-Borough, Greensboro, which soon I think is going to become like a Raleigh or Charlotte real busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like population, I think it's a question I always get asked. I like working with couples. Um, I like working in the area of mood disorders. And something really neat that I like about mental health is the versatility. That there's times that I may want to really dig into a certain topic, uh, anxiety. So then I'm researching and I'm studying, and it's nice to be able to educate others in that area. 
Yeah. It's always really uh, interesting to listen to the experiences of counselors and therapists who have been doing this for longer than I have, because you just, you sound so much more well-rounded in like what it is that you want to do and how you want to interact with your populations of choice. So I would just like to go on the record and say, I want to be like you when I grow up. Um, I want to have that same sort of oh. like understanding. I don't know. I mean, this, I, I, I love that. And I appreciate that. I, I think that's what makes life, you know, really neat that you can have this clear idea of what you're going to do. And then life will throw you a curveball. I was watching modern family the other day. It's a pretty good show. If, uh, if y'all want to check it out, it's on Netflix. No, it's on Hulu. One of those. And the dad mm -hmm. Jay, he has like this long speech and he was like, you know, I went to, or I worked my butt off to go to college to make enough money. This was back in the day to send, uh, to send his daughter to college. And then she gets knocked up. Um, and, He's like, you know, it's not a bad thing. I love my grandkids. And he's talking to his uh, son-in-law. I love you. So it's all wonderful. But it, I guess it teaches you this element of life of how little control you do have. And, you know, you do the best that you can with what you have in front of you. And you just keep going forward. I think that's one of the best things about life is that nothing is ever certain. And maybe it's just me, but that uncertainty can drive you to like new and beautiful experiences. It can also be terrifying. So I'm, I'm all for wild and new experiences within the context, not all the time, but for sure in the context. Absolutely. And then looking at um, kind of going back into or continue to go into the, the podcast, uh, the couch, what is it about mental health that really sticks out to you? And, this is, I want you to kind of answer this in your own selfish way. This, this podcast, what do you want to share with others? You know, listeners are listening in. It's the first episode and we're going to dive into a lot of mental health topics, but what specifically is that for you? Mm, for me specifically, I want this podcast to have a lot of reach. I want people who have never even considered their mental health to start thinking about it. Um, we see all the time like preventative commercials about medications you can take to manage this and manage that. And we see all the time, you know, influencers talk about, yeah, I drink CMOS water and it raised my credit score and helped me lose 170 pounds. But <laughs> people don't really think about their mental health in the same way because on one side it became like a buzzword and on the other side, there's a lot of stigma to it. So I want to sort of become a beacon, if mm -hmm. you would, yeah, in all of the muck and the mire that comes along with taking care of your mental health. And I really want to make people think about it, think about themselves and think about how they're going to take care of themselves. I love that. That's uh, as the young folks say, I think that's lit. Is that the word? You know, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to just let you have it. because it, it sounded legit, so I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to act like it's Yeah, you're it's doing good. great. You're doing it's a good great. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> My kids sometimes will say you're certain words like that, and I'll, I'll throw it out there, and they give me a look, that look of, no, don't do that again. Listen, I just recently learned what Riz is, so you're you're in good company. It's fine. I appreciate that building building a community there. You and I. 
Yeah. So, so let's see the couch. You know, it's a comfortable space. This is a, a podcast for people to plug in and to to get that supportive resource. You know, we're we're therapists, but we're not your therapists. And I, and I want you to come in though, and I want you to come into these episodes. And maybe you see one on trauma. Maybe you see one on addiction. Maybe you see one on maintenance. Maybe you see one on recovering after an affair or improving your relationship or what to expect in a counseling session or should I go see a counselor and you're going to see episode after episode and I want I want, I want you to feel good like oof, almost like when you go to the mountains or the beach and you have that fresh breath of air you get to take because you know there's that thing you've been looking for and it's not going to solve all of your answers it's not going to be a magic pill but my hope is that JC and I can come together as mental health professionals and provide you with that nudge, that step in the right direction from prevention to education to reach to building a community. Um, we're also, something else that you and me, JC, talked about, is we're going to look for community um, agents, leaders, stakeholders um, within our area. And then we'll try to reach out elsewhere. And we're going to plug them in. Um, as we do uh, future episodes. An example of that may be that we plug in someone that um, works with uh, couples, let's say, and they may come in and just provide resources, provide support so that you have some of that in front of you and you can utilize those tools to level up or make the necessary move in your life that you find fit. Yeah, the main goal of this podcast is to be a tool for you, a light for some, and give you some really valuable information on what it is that you're interested in achieving in your life. Um, as therapists, we don't just function as people that you can come and talk to about your problems. Sometimes we function as motivators. Sometimes we function as like a support system to replace the family of origin. We function as cheerleaders. We do a lot of different things. And these episodes will be very brief snippets of what the therapeutic relationship can be like, and also just what we try to accomplish when we're working clinically. Absolutely. And you know, that that mission there that, that goes into the statistics behind mental health. And I always find it's important to throw these out there you know, physically we can we can see it, right? Like physically, you're walking. This should happen to me. I'm, I'm walking on Father's Day, and what do I do? I take my phone out, and then what happens? I take a step down, ankle rolls. I got this huge swollen ankle, and my Ooh. kids see it. They're making all these faces. My wife looks at me, looks at the phone, looks at me, looks at the phone. We knew, <laughs> we both knew what we, we knew what took place. But with <laughs> that physical injury, you can see it as in front of you. And the world can see it. So you get you get compassion often. Mm -hmm. You know, kids came up next to me, trying to hold me up a little bit. I'm like, I'm old, not that old. <laughs> and, and and I think when it comes to statistics, it's important for us to look at, here's, here's some from um, NAMI, National Alliance on Mental uh, Illness. One in five U.S. adults experience mental illness. But we often don't see that. You know, we often do not see that. One in 20 experience serious mental illness. When we look at the youth, 6 to 17 years of age, 17% experience a mental health disorder. But again, we often don't see it. We walk around with our friends, our buddies. We go to work, and we may think because of someone's bad attitude, or we may think because we've been in a slump and it's no big deal that it's not mental health. However, if, if it's physical, you can see it. And there's just something about that 
where it taps and it, and it impacts a person a little bit differently, where they're willing just to say, you know what, I'm going to go see a physical therapist or I'm going to go do this type of work. So I'm hoping that you and I connect on bringing light to these statistics, reducing that stigma, and then providing people with a nice couch to sit on when they come into the podcast that can nudge them forward. Yeah, absolutely. I really love the comparison that you made of like, you know, physical injuries are very easy to empathize and sympathize with because it's very visual, whereas mental health is not as visual. So seeking help becomes more difficult because it's like, okay, but how am I seeking help for something that may or may not exist? And we're here to give some reassurance to that, that, you know, your experiences are valid and we do want you to, you know, get the help. We have seen firsthand as clinicians, how impactful help can be and how damaging stigma is to the culture as a whole so part of the couch is, again, I feel like it's kind of like driving it home at this point, but we really do want to make sure that this is a space where you feel heard and validated. And also you get the courage and strength and empowerment to take care of yourself, to go seek help if you need it, or just to start some open and honest conversations with those around you about mental health. Exactly. And, and, you know, earlier when we when I mentioned, one of us mentioned the, the ripple effect, right? And, and a ripple effect can have a positive effect. You know, it's like paying it forward. You go to Starbucks. It's like, you know what? I'll pay for the person behind me. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. that's a ripple effect. And everyone's getting a little bit of that kindness. Uh, the same the same comes from, uh, takes place from the mental health category. There could be a negative ripple effect, you know, a harmful mm-hmm. one. And, and there's a lot of statistics that really stick out, you know, where we look at, um, mental health, and then that can lead to substance use. It could be unemployment connection to mental health. Uh, it could be bullying and then connection to mental health. Uh, there could be uh, mental health and then a connection to cardiovascular or metabolic, uh, metabolic disease. So this is where we want to look at, okay, it's not solely focused on reducing anxiety. You know, here, this could also be something that can support with um, addressing substance use. Um, addressing maybe some um, heart issues that you're having, blood pressure um, issues that are taking place. So really looking at that medical model um, from a holistic perspective, I think it's important to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know it kind of sounds a little strange, but it's almost like (laughs) your brain plays a huge part in managing the rest of your body. And if your brain is not well, then there are going to be some consequences to whether or not your body is well. Exactly. And, you know, I think you and I are kind of bouncing back. I'm really liking, just as a side note, listeners, I'll let you listen to this. I'm really liking the flow, JC. I think we're doing a good job. We're doing, listen, we got this. Virtual high five. Ah. Virtual high five. Let's see. So first episode, right, we're covering a lot of nice bases and, one other, um, a couple of other items that we have on here is the, the the closing of the episode. So you and I came together on each episode ending with a personal growth challenge and also ending with what we're going to cover in the next episode. So I know with the personal growth challenge we talked about, you would provide one. I would provide one. The listeners can take the position of doing both or doing one of them. Mm-hmm. You want to tackle this one? That still sounds good to me. Yeah, absolutely. So as 
one of our first personal growth challenges um, in sticking with the theme of introducing the couch to you, I would like to challenge you to make a very intentional, comfortable space for yourself in the upcoming weeks. So I need you to find a soft blanket. I need you to find a cardigan that you really enjoy. I need you to find the sunniest spot in the house and bask like a cat. I want you to do some work, find a really comfy, cozy spot, and just enjoy being there for a few minutes. Take a break, take a pause, and who knows, you might even find the place you want to listen to the podcast next. Mm, that sounds comfy. I'm about to get me my weighted blanket. Yes, let's go. I'm there. I'm gone. Let me, <laughs> let me come back. I got to get my challenge. All right. Here's here's mine. Mine's going to come from a place of accountability, uh, which is heavily researched, a place from discipline, which also holds a lot of research. When you're looking at making changes in your life, there's a variable that you can play with that can level up that growth that you're looking for. And the variable is community. So what I would like for you to do is I'd, I'd like for you to find one person in your life and share with them that you're jumping into the couch podcast. You're going to listen to it and then you're going to do your best to stick with it. Uh, from, from our end, JC and I are going to show up consistently on here and we're going to, we're going to provide you with nuggets, tools that you can utilize to move forward. Once again, though, we're therapists, not your therapist. We're not your therapist. There we go. Disclaimers, right? <laughs> um, so doing that, what, what happens is you're going to tell somebody else. And if you tell that friend of yours, that friend's going to go, okay, so you, you listen to this podcast. It's called The Couch. It's focused on mental health, allowing you to heal, move forward, etc. Next time you meet with them, they're going to say, hey, how's it going listening to that podcast? And that there is going to be a nice little push, a nice nudge to ensure that you're continuing to be consistent with the work that you're doing in your life. It's nice because it provides a sense of community. So you know, you're going forward together. So you got, I like that. I like good, that. good. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. You got two, two challenges, um, two personal growth challenges. And let's see for next, what do we have going on for next episode? Episode two. So our next episode is going to be a, crash course in how to get started taking care of your mental health. You know, like, how do you find a therapist? What is it that you're seeking help with? What does shopping for a therapist look like? What sort of questions can you ask when you're talking to a potential new therapist? All that fun stuff. I'm excited about that one. Y'all be ready. We're going to drop as much as we can really to equip you so that those next steps are comfortable just like the comfy couch you're listening to. And that the big, um, cozy, couch the big cozy couch. Yeah, <laughs> man, this is a good episode. A good first one. A good first one. I'm listen. We're actually, we're doing a great job. We're really, really working hard. That's right. All caps. Yes. All caps working hard. All right. Awesome. Wonderful. Beautiful listeners. We appreciate being able to borrow your ears, your time. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next episode of the couch. We'll see you.